This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Ride the Pine. This is episode 31. Um, I'm Dan. I'm joining with Kyle, as always. Kyle, how's it going? Uh, the sun came up today. I was worried after football season it may not, but it looks like, you know, the year's going to go on, and I'm excited for it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, it was nice and warm today up here in, in the great state of Maine, but the cold is going to be hitting us right back in the face tomorrow. So Hey, know. we'll take it, though. That's like a gimme day during the winter. If it's above 30 or 40, that's like bonus day. Bonus day, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, you and I have uh, mentioned this before, that you and I were going to be talking about some NBA in this episode, which I know is very um, different for us because uh, I know typically we've been talking football for the last four and a half months, five months. Uh so, did you get a chance to uh, check out some of the trades that happened over uh, on the trade yeah. deadline crazy yeah, day? No, I, I caught some of it, but I mean, I know the last two weeks I've, I've been listening every day, uh, you know, to some of the sports radio about the talks of the trades and, and what might go on with Anthony Davis and all that. And I will tell you, man, it is it is insane how much time and and thought is put into all of it during a season where you know multi million dollars is being decided on team successes and all they're talking about is pot- potential trades it's insane yeah and for me i think the main thing that hit me when i cuz i saved a lot of these report uh these alerts that i got yesterday yep. uh was the fact that there was a lot of talk that anthony davis was going to end up in la and what's funny is any team that lebron's been a part of there's always this report that comes out that says that he goes to upper management and says, trade for this player or trade for that player or get this guy, get this guy, and then, we're, then we'll be good. Uh, apparently, right. he came out and said, and this is a quote, yep. I'm not forcing trades. Oh, hold on. My alert just went away. Oh, God. Hold on. My phone is deciding to do this now. LeBron, I'm not forcing trades. There's nothing I need to get in this league that I don't already have. That was the trade from that was the exact quote from LeBron about him saying that he's forcing trades in LA. And right. my thing is he's got to be in somebody's ear. He always is. Like when it when it came to when he went to Miami, he was in there and said, "Oh, go go out and get Dwayne Wade, go out and get Chris Bosh, go out and get this guy and this guy." Now, first of all, he wasn't quoted saying that. He was. No, he wasn't quoted. No, he wasn't. No, no, he wasn't quoted saying to get Wade and Bosch and all that. He shows oh, interest no, 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 based that. on who he likes because he's played with him in All Star games or you know like Olympics and all that. Oh, so I thought you, I thought you meant the tra- the oh, quote no, that no. I just read was, and I was like, uh, this oh, is right, no, no, <laughs> I know. My point is, is I, I don't think he's worried about being the maestro as much as it's perceived. But because he's the best player in the world, whatever he says is going to be taken very seriously. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that kind of bothered me is actually an alert that came up just a few hours ago was that uh, LeBron came out and said, I got it right here, everyone in the East thinks they can get to the finals because they don't have to go through me anymore. <laughs> that is kind of crazy he said that. Wow. How he's usually, cocky is this guy? He's usually super confident and I don't mind somewhat cocky, but that's like kind of arrogant. That's like, 
Like why even was he prompted on that? Did someone ask him something? Because that's kind of a a lame thing to like like assert your 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 presence or absence. You know? Yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure. I, I just I read the alert and that's just I, kind I of distasteful for him. You it, know? I feel like he's it, a cool it, dude usually. Yeah, I feel like he does have some cockiness uh, about him in, in some ways, but it's you don't see it very often. Um, I think in this case, I think he might be a little salty, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, he goes to the Lakers. He thought it was going to be much better than what it was, and yeah. it's not going as he planned, And cause, especially because I think they're in like 8th or ninth right now in the West, and... I think he envisioned something else when he went to LA. Yeah, right. Almost like he's just a little upset that he's not so great. They're not so great right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, but it's true though. It is. The East is going to be. It is kind of open. It is, and you know. But I will say this though: you have the Raptors, you have the Milwaukee Bucks, you have the Boston Celtics. Uh, just to name, I think the I think those are the three top teams right now in the East. Yeah, no, I you, agree. Then you have some other teams like the Knicks. You got teams like the Bulls. You got you know these other decent teams that could play spoiler because Cleveland's not in the picture. They're down towards the bottom. Um, and I believe actually so are the Knicks. It's actually the Brooklyn Nets that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, but in a way, yeah, he's salty. But at the same time, he's kind of right. No, no, it's definitely right. I mean, because whoever he was was probably the front runner, you know, or there was some electric team that was challenging him. But yeah, no, of course. I mean, he's yeah, he's he's definitely the guy now. And I, there's not a team I would bet on for sure to win the, the the East now, which is exactly proves the point, you know. Yeah, and I think it's, it goes the same in the West. The West is pretty up in the air too. You got Oklahoma City, you got the Golden State Warriors, you got the Houston Rockets, you got yeah. uh, the San Antonio Spurs, you got. Um, uh, the Denver Nuggets, who are having a surprisingly really good season. Yep. Um, but, you know, you can't really definitively say, oh, th- these guys are going to win the NBA championship because you can't because there are too many good teams right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of the East, you mentioned Toronto. So they, they made a little deal. I think that helps them when they, they got uh, Gasol. Yes. That's, that's a, exciting, that's a, dude. That's, that's like that's big, big for them. Tra- that's a big trade for them. It um, is. I think they needed that one kind of big man down down in the post yeah. to be able to get rebounds and things like that. And I think that's a huge pickup for them. You know, it and is huge because I forgot Gasol played with Lowry too. Um, and I think that's important because obviously they're, they're going to mesh easier. And then on top of that, you got or you already got Kawhi Leonard there. Well, yeah. So, yeah. so that that trio, is that's pretty dangerous. Exactly. Marcus Alb, Kawhi Leonard, and Kyle Lowry. That's a good combo. Yeah, no, that is. That is. And, and they, they were already clicking, you know. And Gasol is not the guy that's going to come in and, and, and need it to change or whatever. So I think he's going to fit the mold. Yeah. The other one that uh, was a big trade, I thought, was the Milwaukee Bucks trading for Nikola Mirotic. Yeah, yeah. That, that's hot, Pelicans. right? So now you got uh, Eric Bledsoe, Malcolm Brogdon, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Mirotic. God, how am I saying these names right now? Um, So that foursome there in Milwaukee, that's a dangerous foursome there too. I think the the Celtics, I think, just went from like, I wouldn't say favorites to win the NBA championship to um, slim pickings because if they have any chance of getting to the NBA finals, they have to beat either Toronto or Milwaukee. And I think that's going to be tough. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and, and we didn't really mention Philly though, right? But they're they're still they're Philly's a, yeah looking all right, right? I mean, geez. I will say this: I'm a little upset with them, and I'm glad you mentioned this. Uh, trading away their former number one pick, uh, Markel Fultz went to Orlando. I know that's kind of silly. I, I just feel it, like, yeah. And, and um, for me, they drafted him two years ago. You basically gave up on the guy, like right? You didn't and give him a chance to develop. And they haven't fallen apart. So, like, I don't feel like you give away someone that you've already invested into like that. If they were, if they were, you know, ten and ten and thirty nine, that's one thing, you know. But but they're they, what, like four, fifth or sixth in the in the east, right? They they could have held on. I mean, they did receive. Then they receive two two draft picks. That's uh, that's, that's amazing. I, I think they get a first and a second rounder. So that's yeah, great for, for Jonathan Simmons. First and a second rounder. Yes. Yeah, and that's great, right? But like. So your your the the first rounder second rounder watch washes out what they traded away and it's still just a mystery it's still a potential right no I'm, I I agree that is with weird. you I think I think it's very weird that they were they felt the need to just give up on him because that's what it feels like to me the guy was only there two years he barely played but barely yeah. was given any minutes because Ben Simmons came into town and oh here's Ben Simmons he's the next big thing yeah. and Markel Fultz is on the on the playing off the bench. And I feel like he never really got a fair shot. Yep, no, for sure, I agree. Um, but uh, overall, I think the day itself was crazy. I mean, there was just trades happening all over the place. And uh, who do you like coming out of the East and the West? Who who who's your kind of uh, team that you're eyeballing to uh, to make a run in the playoffs? You know, I, I'm actually really excited to see what the Sixers do because they're not one of the top two teams. Um, if Toronto or Boston makes the finals, I feel like we're not surprised. Um, so I'm I, I'm excited to see what they do, especially where they just made uh, a move. Um, and I want to see what they're what they're going to look like next year or the year after. You know, um, and, and Toronto, I already I already knew was going to be a front runner. You know, but I think they added to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what about out of the West? Uh, the West, that's tough. I I don't think the Lakers will turn it around. Um, I think they'll get into the playoffs, but I think some people are, are looking at them to, to turn it around more than they than they will. I, I don't see that happening. Um, so I know I don't I don't believe in them doing anything crazy. Of course, the Warriors um, are, are going to be strong. I'm really surprised by the Nuggets, but I, I, I see the Rockets being more dangerous in the playoffs. Um, I I actually yeah. disagree with you there. The Rockets, because the main reason why is because the Rockets are they haven't had Clint Capella, who's their center. He's near seven feet tall. They haven't had him in like two months, and I think they've only won like ten out of their last like twenty five games because James Harden can't do him by himself. He really can't. He needs some sort of supporting cast. I think no, they're gonna. Right. I think they're gonna lose in the first round. The the I think the Rockets will lose in the first round. I think the team to watch in the playoffs is the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are really solidly I mean, yeah, balanced they look team. Good. They're they're a very scary team to play right now. Um, and I think the finals, believe it or not, I think it's going to be the Denver Nuggets against the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, yeah, they're both right up there. Yeah, that the addition of Nikola Morotic, uh, people are um, not really making as much noise about it than as they should be. But this is a guy who's averaging double-digit rebounds per game in his last 30 games. That's very hard to do. It is. I think his average right now, I think it's like near 12 rebounds a game. You yeah. kidding me? If you can get 12 boards in a game, whether it's offense or, or defense, 
That's a game changer. No, that yeah, that is huge, right? Yeah, that's definitely how you control the game better. And you know, and then you pair him with Giannis, who's the uh, captain of the uh, the All Star team for the East. I mean, that's that's a recipe for success, in my opinion. Yeah, I I, I can't get over. I cannot believe the Bucks are forty and thirteen. I mean, yeah. like what a run! Like these guys are hot right now. I do I do believe in Toronto more now after the trade, especially. Um, so if I was to pick a matchup, I'm thinking Toronto, and I want to say the Warriors because that's just like an easy guess. But uh, I want to I want to see uh, Harden make like some historic playoff run. <laughs> so so I'm taking Houston. All right, so you got Houston and Toronto, and I got Denver and the Bucks. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But um, uh, any final thoughts before we sign off? No, no, I, I am excited though as this winds down here. Not winds down, but you know, as the second half of the season uh, plays out, I'm really looking forward to seeing what some of these uh, teams do. I, I want to see if Boston has kind of got the longevity, or Philadelphia, um, you know, to put themselves in in a good spot in the playoffs because they're they're awful close to having, you know, a two or three seed, which would make a huge difference. Yeah, especially with um, with the Celtics not making any moves at the deadline. I think uh, it's yep. going to be interesting to see what they yeah. can do going down the stretch of the, the last half of the season. Yeah, um, and the other team I'm also interested in would be the Jazz. I just, they're one of those teams kind of, kind of on the brink, and I'm, I'm curious if they'd be able to go in and, and do any damage in the playoffs, especially where I don't think anyone's really hot on them. Um, yeah, and can they sp- play spoiler is the question. Yeah, yeah, and kind of like the Colts, you know, uh, came out mm-hmm. of nowhere when the Colts made the playoffs. It was like, well, why can't they win, you know? Right. Uh, but that is going to do it for this episode of Ride the Pine. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and listening to us uh, talk about basketball. I mean, we haven't really talked about other sports other than N- the NFL for the last five, six months, so this was a nice change of pace. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Stay tuned for our next episode, episode 32, where we're going to actually be talking about the influence of women in sports, uh, uh, in professional sports, being uh, the NBA, MLB, NHL, and NFL as of late. So stay tuned for that hot take. That's going to be really interesting. So stay tuned for that, and we will see you next time. Mm -hmm.